podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome, listeners, to this week's FYP Pod Extra. Extra. Pod 174 Extra, extra. Uh, previewing Palace's game against West Ham United. Oh, it's getting confusing numbers-wise, though, isn't it? So this is 174 Extra. Extra, yeah. Right. So we've now got, each week we're going to have our pod number and our pod number extra. Oh, uh, this like an old one, filing room. Like, exactly. Uh, people over 50 who remember what a filing room um, but we, <laughs> I can imagine. I'm under fifty, but I can imagine what a filing room would be—a yeah. room with files in. Well, well done. Good. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a filing your nails joke, but obviously I no, just, I've seen no. the show, so I shouldn't have thought that. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> That's the sort of writing that gets you a BAFTA. <laughs> right, nominated, nominated. We are I've, sponsored. So the FYP pod was. I've got. Nominated. It. I have to be strictly come dancing and the live sound of music yet. So well, now you're fucked. We are sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with okay. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I, I will. will. The international break is over and Palace are back in action. And didn't they all play well? Isn't that great? What an yeah. unexpected Brilliant. result. Brilliant. England won 9-0. Against Germany. 9-0. Against Germany. What an incredible yeah, win no, lost or draw well, against yeah. Germany. Yeah. Um, good. I can't <laughs> believe that Zaha played after being called up at the last minute after a series of injuries to every single player in his position. Right. Palace are playing West Ham. Um, it's a big game. But I want to talk briefly uh, about West Ham because one of these teams that I think Palace possibly want to try and emulate you know aside from getting away from this horrible run and we've talked earlier in, in the pod and in, in previous weeks about how Palace have struggled with injuries mm. West Ham are a team similar to us had a lot of injuries to key players and yet they're still in a hunt for a fourth position so how have they managed to deal with it and we haven't that's you ask this a similar question every week and we always say well we're not in charge of Premier League football teams so we we don't know and if we were they West Ham <coughs> And it's hard to think out at a time when we were fifth, looking at going ahead of Tottenham on goal difference. West Ham went down to about ninth, tenth, I think. Their results suffered, and they uh, uh, kept us steady. They did. They didn't panic. They didn't go too mad in the January window. Billets just went when our players are back fit, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. I think the answer to the question is that they had better players than us in the first place. Probably the got a younger sports. squad than us. Yeah, I think the recovery yeah. times for a younger squad are inevitably going to be, unless point. it's really bad injuries, yeah. shorter. Yeah. You know, they've, they've, they've really acquired quite well from the Championship with the likes of Antonio yeah. and what? Byron Cresswell oh, and yeah. Byron. Cresswell. Yeah. You know, like very young but excellent yeah. footballers. And the one thing I think we have stopped doing perhaps over the last couple of seasons is really acquiring at that level from Championship clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's some sort of 
great talent down there and they, they've had they've had to this, pay for it though haven't they they have had to pay for it and you, and you do have to pay for it and championship clubs now aren't stupid mm. they know that there's a lot of money swelling around the Premier League so they're not going to go oh oh yeah Sam Byron oh, oh yeah have him for a million quid why not mm. they, they are going to drive a good bargain out of you but there's some very good talent there and I think West Ham have taken advantage of that pretty well Payet has stayed fit and in form yeah. for most of the season he did have a bit of an, he had an injury had an midway injury through and they suffered goals but he's, he's so. come back far come quicker back. than you would have yeah. necessarily yeah. expected and been in great yeah. form in, in recent weeks Yeah, but I think the interesting I mean the Byron thing is interesting because he I don't think they expected to play him at all this season but he went, had to go straight into the team because of the injury to the left back whose name I can't remember now the one who was going to play for England but um, Cresswell Cresswell yeah, was yeah. It? but Byram so Byram but the fact if you talk to West Ham fans they will pretty much all of them will, will tell you what their first 11 is mm-hmm. including the two centre backs who have been there for quite some time Reader and the one we know here we should have checked James Collins James Collins yeah uh, we so how are they doing so well with James Collins what well, the, th- well, the thing is but again but as I say they, West Ham fans will pick their first 11 but their squad is much, much deeper than ours. And if their first 11 aren't available, they've got decent players to come in and, and take their place. And also, the other thing you look at, and Pardew, it's interesting how Pardew's been talking about it recently, especially this week. He's been talking about how big and how strong and how physically imposing our team are. And you don't really get that impression when he says, but you look at West Ham, West Ham still look like a, a, an Allardyce team. Mm-hmm. They're big units, all of them, big, strong physical units. And all this talk about plan A, plan B, they really start with Andy Carroll. And Slavin Bilic, mm. who I thought Slavin Bilic was a potential problem in the same way that I thought Ranieri was a potential problem, which shows you what a good pundit. <laughs> kind of, I, I just, well, I just, my logic was, if you want to, you have to stay in the Premier League because you've got your new stadium, so keep Allardyce, he'll keep you in the Premier League. Mm. Slavin Bilic, I just thought you can't, you know, he's got no knowledge of the Premier League. I thought that was a gamble. And I was wrong. And Slavin Bilic is a is a manager that everyone talks about as being tactically astute, technically astute. But he's not averse to bringing Andy Carroll on if things are going wrong. Yeah, and, which we and, saw and, at Sellers, as which we saw at Sellers, and 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 just bombing long balls up to him. Mm. And you go, well, fair play to him. It's it's an, and what's odd is Analyse has pointed it out that if he did that, he'd be getting booed. Bilic does it, and everyone goes, it's a it's genius. But the fact is that Bilic doesn't do that. That's not his first choice. Yeah, that's not how he starts games, but. West Ham seem to be a, a team that have got three or four different ways of playing if things aren't going really well and what they've done is they've turned Upton Park into a really really difficult place to go and play which it hasn't been in the past and we've mm. we've proved that yeah and that's something we can learn from them and the fact is that yeah the West Ham are in terms of tradition and history and w- winning things in the past a slightly bigger club than us of course they are hmm. well they've got one World Cup to our none well they've got <laughs> exactly but, there is, but in terms of recent they're not we should be emulating West Ham and yeah, and yes the fact is that they will probably will get they've got 10,000 more season ticket holders than we have they're a bigger club than us and that, that's fair enough but in terms of recent winning we should be as we should be able to do what they're doing we, and, and it's interesting to see that Pardew specifically mentioned them when he talked about Improving our scouting system abroad, uh, not just in Europe but in Africa and beyond mm. next season, because West Ham have done that brilliantly in the last couple of years. And initially, it's because they probably had to in terms of economy. But we seem to be one that you know, we seem to be one of those clubs that can't find these 
hidden gems. We can't find a Kante. Should we be able we to compete with West Ham when it comes to transfers? Because I believe yes, we, we were should. going for Cresswell when he went there, and I yes, believe possibly course. Antonio as well. well so, you know, well, why Antonio, can't we compete Antonio's with them? Antonio's a player who didn't, I don't think, played for an academy, did he? And like, was, <coughs> he was playing for two in the midship at one stage, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he's from yeah, he's, from, he's yeah. from that neck of the woods. He's, he's he was two and then ended up at yeah. Forest just before yeah. um, West Ham. Yeah. I, I, I think they've probably got a little bit more financial clout. Where if we were going for, a, for sort of a, a direct one-on-one race for a player, wages wise, yeah. wages yeah. wise, yeah. They, they could probably yeah. outgun us. But the thing is that that you know there are going to be more players for us to buy than simply the ones that West Ham are buying, yeah. and. Just, if if you are looking for a club to emulate in terms of approach in the transfer market, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a club of similar, albeit probably bigger stature, uh, as Palace in the last few years who have done it as effectively. Yeah, and this this season's success for West Ham is slightly new because remember last season we overtook West Ham mm-hmm. towards the end and ended up finishing above them. They've been in the Championship recently as well as we have, so they are a club that we should be looking to emulate and and. Let's face it, their owners are pretty, you know, they've got a slightly disreputable background in terms of mm-hmm. what they've, their previous experience. They get a lot of stick, their owners, don't they? They get a lot of stick, but they've, they've been brilliant for West Ham. Yeah, and they, Is that and a dildo they, pun? <laughs> 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 it was, wasn't it? I'm going to go with yes. But they're, they're a, a strong physical side who can play really good football, but, but if the really good football doesn't work, they're more than capable of, of mixing it, roughing it, and knocking it along to, to Andy Carroll. In a way that sometimes you think, well, you know, if we've got Addy Boyle, let's use him like that. Or Wickham. You know, I mean, Wickham, Wickham obviously is in, gets yet, injured, but, you know, similar sort of mould. Well, I don't know. I think Wickham's actually probably, ironically, <coughs> I think Wickham's probably a better player than Andy Carroll. But mm-hmm. Andy Carroll is a bit of a throwback, but he does what he does so well, and it's so hard to defend against that. And occasionally you just go, well, sod it. If you've tried everything else, you've got 10 minutes to go, try that. So West Ham, really, yeah. the, the way they do things is kind of the way I think we want to do things. Do you think? I mean, they, well, well, they, so. they have had fewer injuries than us this season in the in in the round. Like that, you know, they have they had, had some. They have had they've some. Dealt, yeah, they've dealt with it. Yeah. They, they have dealt with it, but they, yeah. I don't think they've had as many long-standing injuries to critical players as Palace have had. Mm-hmm. You know, they've not had. Yeah, that's a fair point. You know, Song and Kiate out for like prolonged periods, all all at the same time yeah, for yeah, months yeah. at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've they, they've had Payet go out for a little while and and then come back in great form, but they've not had him out for sort of four months. Like it, it seems, how 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 long has Punch been out now? Like three months? No, uh, no, no, don't know. No, no, near as long as that. He was still Let's say six months. Christmas. I'm saying six months. They've not had anyone yeah, out for six but they months. Lost, they, they, lost, lost, they lost their other forward. They were wide player up front as well. For they lost a couple of the forwards up front. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but it seems just as well, a great West, point by me. But West Ham, they no, seem like a team that they they they. They've given up something we've well, asked for, given opportunities to fringe players and lower league players like Antonio. Oh yeah, without, like, the, and, and yeah, Antonio yeah. has been a revelation yeah. for them. And if the thing with West, the West Ham managers are always under that extra pressure of they've got to play the West Ham way, yeah. the academy way, the World Cup winning way, which we never quite have. But the thing about playing youngsters and bringing bringing players through from their own academies, they're more they're less reluctant to do that than we are and I, I, that's something that's gone out of us recently and it's just an option that you need to explore and it's like you know it goes against the grain to, to praise any other league club basically you know, we have reasons for hating everybody else that aren't Palace but we should be doing as well as they are and they are we are at that level that we should be competing and the fact is you know if we <coughs> if it ends up being a West Ham Palace Cup final they will be such strong favourites, and that shouldn't be the case. And it's like, 
But they... Yeah. Well, okay. Um, uh, the manager at West Ham is Bilic. Yeah. Nearly forgot for a second there. Um, a lot of teams this season are doing well. Leicester, Southampton, West Ham, all got foreign managers. Palace have never had a foreign manager. Lombardo. Lombardo for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Should... Pardew go at some point would, would you guys think it's maybe time for Palace to get a foreign manager oh, I don't know I mean Villa have got a foreign manager Remy Gard didn't do any better than Pepe Mel at West Brom was a flop yeah there's been plenty it's of, an interesting you know, point though isn't it I mean, Tottenham we have had a couple of foreign managers that didn't work out for them the one with the travel card you know what's his face Christian Gross Christian Gross yeah it's it's I think there's a yeah. one day Ramos at Spurs also a yeah, flop. There's a, yeah. Okay, they've been flops. Yeah, yeah, they, they have. But I think it, it's interesting. It's in the same way that you know Allardyce is one of those managers who always talks about. You know, if I was called Allardyce, I'd be England manager. Blah blah blah. But I think there is a point to be made that we still are slightly enthralled to foreign managers and more so to foreign players we talk about West Ham looking at, to the championship and other clubs looking to the championship very few clubs look to the championship for players they're more likely to try and get bargains from from Belgium or Holland or, or, or Germany or African players who are playing in, in Dubai or Japan or whatever than they are to look at, <coughs> at clubs in the championship because there's still this this kind of perception that championship players can't be transferred into the and, and which is weird because Leicester City essentially are a championship club that are winning the, the, the Premier League and I think sometimes it, there is this thing oh yeah foreign managers are always going to be better and it's not it's not the case because I, I generally think the Premier League is different to anything else in world football mm-hmm. it's a different animal and Ranieri is interesting because Ranieri himself said he shouldn't really get the credit because he's he's admitted that he, as we said before, that you know, before the season started, he got all the players together and said, "Look, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to play. This is what we're going to eat." And two days later, Morgan and Hoof came to him and went, "No, we don't want to do that." Mm. So th- there is that kind of thing that you just automatically assume foreign managers are better, and, and they're they're not really. So, I, but I, the things I don't know enough about world or European football to go. No. Why don't we go thought it was interesting. We never really had one. I just don't know if it's. Well, it's, like, it's an interesting point that Kevin makes there, that we don't know enough about world or international yeah. football. It is a bigger market. There's more potential managers out there. It's a very, very sort of you know facetious thing to say almost in some ways. But there are more potential managers out there in world football than there are within the British Isles. However. Does the club currently have the right people or the right infrastructure to identify who the really yeah. great emerging managers are who are outside the British Isles? Probably not. Yeah. You know, so I saw someone on. But why have other clubs in the Premier League able to do that? Well, because you know, even someone like Pochettino, like the who when he went to Southampton, had clearly been subject to a fair amount of really quantitative like research and the, Southampton they clearly looked at it very close and they were one of these sort of really methodical clubs in how they go about things you can see that from sort of academy level down to sort of how they develop players and bring them through into the first team how they yeah. have sort of built up this sort of succession planning with their managers everything about their club has that sort of Method, methodology to it whereas Palace don't seem to really have something that seems that strategic and that, mm. that planned so I would my personal worry would be that were we to go and get a, a foreign manager it'd just be a oh yeah let's get him yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that'll work sounds like a good name sounds like a good name where if you're going to get well, one who does work it needs to be really the right guy. you know carefully thought about and the right guy well yeah. we'd, we'd, yeah. I mean Karanka was favourite to get our job at one stage wasn't he mm-hmm. before he we went to, to Borough and it, 
the, you know, you talk to Man United fans about Louis van Gaal, and a lot of them will say he's a disaster. But some honest Man United fans will say, yeah, but he has brought some young players through. <coughs> but the other problem is as well is that the, the management structures are so different in Premier League clubs that for the most part, managers don't have to do what Pardew wants to do, which is run the club from top to bottom. For the most part, they are continental managers are coaches. And they don't get involved in the transfer uh, scenario. They got yeah. they've all got directors of football. And all they have to do with occasionally is, is at Barcelona or Real Madrid stroppy owners or stroppy shareholders. Or um, so it is a it's a weird thing just just to, to simply say yeah we need a foreign manager. It just is not is not right because you can't tell you can never. It's like come back to the example of Kante at Leicester, like you know, brilliant foreign player, but no one knew that before they bought yeah. him. Same as Morris, no one knew. He so we're going to be a gamble. Isn't same it? as Billich, no one yeah. knew that he would be right for the Premier League. In the same way that no one knew that McLaren would be. Well, I guess that McLaren well, no, would be. Well, right. yeah, but, think, you know yeah. what I mean, but it's yeah. like you you simply can't tell what's going to work and what isn't going to work. You know? Okay, and well, I can... at Middlesbrough, was, uh, you know, was a brilliant choice for a while until he threw his toys out of the pram and the left and came back. So you don't know. I mean, again, KK Flores at, at Watford. Hmm. Start of the season, you go, <coughs> which of us went? Oh, well, that's we all went. That's fantastic. We'll finish above them because yeah, he's exactly. clearly what's he going to do? And he turns out to be a right fit and a right choice, but he, that might only be for this season. So you don't. Well, the right oh. fit and the right choice for us now is to take a quick break, and in oh, part two, wow, we're wow. going Literally to. It's a brand, it's a brand new day. In part two, we're going to uh, preview the game and try and make our predictions of what will happen and our predicted lineups. So join us in a bit. Welcome back, listeners, to the FYP Podcast Extra. 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 We're previewing Palace against West Ham uh, with me, Jim Daly, Kevin Day, and Andy Street. Hi. Uh, Okay, so in the first half, we talked a little bit about West Ham's season, but now we're going to look at the game. Uh, First of all, chaps, my question to you is, is, what's your preferred lineup for the game on Saturday? Do you... Adebayor didn't have a great game, Nigel Suarez. Do they stay in for you, or do you change it? Do you change the system? How well, would you go about the game? It, it depends on fitness. If Wickham's fit, he should play. There, there are encouraging rumours that MacArthur uh, will be back before the end of the season, possibly even uh, for the West Ham game. Mm-hmm. Suarez, the answer's just got to be no, full stop, basically. I think, I don't know how his confidence would have been affected by being. Uh, substitute at half time against Leicester or yeah. what the talk was in the dressing room but Kelly for me it's just Kelly's just a better defender I just think Ward looks better when Kelly's playing left back I presume if Punchin's fit I would probably start with Punchin I don't I don't I, it, you, you can't second guess Pardew anymore you really can't second guess Pardew anymore West Ham have got a really good really good home record but they don't score that many goals. They tend to win their games. One, you know, they struggle against Sunderland, so you kind of think we should be able to go there and. Put on a good but the, we've won. We've won the last two times we oh, we've no, been but there. Doesn't, but that doesn't matter. Very different game seasons. Different, but, yeah, different circumstances. But in both games, we played quite solid. We were quite defensive. We played quite rigid. Is that? I mean. Pardew probably won't go that way, but is Andy that the way to well, beat West Ham? Yes, yes, he did. He did last season when we yeah, beat him. Last season, yeah. But I'm saying now, I don't know if he that was very will. Much, I don't. 
I mean, he, he absolutely has to start trying to grind out results. He cannot yeah. keep on sending out Palace teams yeah. and going, all right, fullbacks, go and have a go at them and pretend yeah. that you're Danny Alves and Jordi Alba, like we said in the actual pod run, the pod extra. Yeah. Um, you know, you need to start setting your stall out in some ways to be compact, to, to be deep, to say, we've got really great wingers who are really quite fast. Let's hit teams on the break yeah. rather than trying to play higher up the pitch. We've not got the central midfielders to do that. We've not no. got the fullbacks to do that. We've not got a centre-back who goes next to Dan who is comfortable doing yeah. that so just play the way that you used to play we played it as recently as Tottenham yeah that's that's how we played and that's how yeah. we beat Tottenham and, and you know you could I, I wouldn't disagree with any Tottenham fan who said they were they are, they are a better team than us we're better players but on the day they weren't because we nullified what they had to play you know, we, we defended not too deep, but deep enough. We we uh, really pushed up on the space in midfield. We stopped the the service to Harry Kane, and that's what we have. To, that's what we have to. We're capable of doing it, but we can't do it with with Suarez. We can't. It's, you know, it's, it's, so for me, it's got to be Kelly. Yeah, it's got to be Dan Delaney, Kelly, and, and Ward. And West Ham are going to have attacking players like Lanzini, like Pyatt, like Antonio. Yeah. Who, if you give them space, they're going to absolutely absolutely punish you like Leicester yeah. did, don't they? So let's not let's not do that. Yeah. And then again in midfield, I'd, yeah, obviously I don't think McArthur will go straight. Even if he's available, I don't think he'll go straight back into the team. And, and Jednak seems to have worked his way back into Pardew's favour. But you, again, you don't know what what combination of Jednak, Ledley, Much, Kabai he's going to play. So, but I just think it, it's whoever plays that central two midfield players. Just tell them they've just got. To, Stay within that thirty-yard mm. bit of pitch, and they're all over the place. It's like it's like keeping kittens in the basket at the moment. They just seem to have lost that ability to to patrol that, just stay in front of the, the back four. And I don't think any any no Palace fan will mind how negative we, or how negative it Absolutely. looks, but just stay in front of the back four, win the battles in midfield. When you know, and when we get a chance to break break, and and just hope that Wickham's available and. But even if he's not, there are other options because Adibai is just not—it's just not working. It's I mean, I even—I this is going to sound strange. Never thought I'd right. say this, but I would advocate Fraser Campbell I'd, I'd, only because he works hard I'd, up front, I'd, and you know what you're going to get from him. I'd, I'd be I'd, happy I'd, if Adibai doesn't play for Palace I'd, again. It's—it's yeah. it's not working, and it's it, whether it's fitness, whatever reason it is, it's—it's—it's it's, it's just. And the fact is that Pardew again—it comes back to that stubbornness we've talked about with Pardew. Pardew wanted Adibai or in. Pardew's talked about him as a good player. Pardew's going to pick him until he can't pick him, basically. And the fact is, you know, West Ham centre-backs, I think, are better than Leicester centre-backs. <laughs> and Adebayo's well, just not... He's not the player. And of course he's a good player. He was a good player. But he's just not... The right fit. It's just not the right fit. And it's just... It's like... It's, it's trying to impose... It's trying to change the rest of the team to fit into him. And it's just not... It's just not working. So let's admit that experiment hasn't worked. No, Try something else. And yeah, no Palace fan is going to go. Oh God, that's you can't do that. You've got to play. You know, he's paying a lot of money. You've got to play him. Try anything. But I, I agree with you. Try, try Fraser Campbell. Try yeah. Gale. Try him. You know, it's not to, ideal. But no, no. But this is where we try are. Try Sacco. Try you know. Try changing Zahar and Balassi because that's. Would you start Sacco after the second half? What well, the thing is, like, much as <laughs> Andy's giving me evils. I mean. No, but it's, the thing is, much as we love and Zahar's played really well recently. There's no doubt about that. And much as we love Balassi, but it, it hasn't changed anything. We're still not winning games. Mm-hmm. So again, why not? 
think of them as impact players off the bench. Why not look at other options? Why not? Why not second guess West Ham? Yeah, West Ham. I imagine Slavon Bilic will even now will pretty much know. You know, apart from injuries that may happen in the international <coughs> games, Slavon Bilic will know which team we'll start with and how we're going to play. So why not throw him in a couple of curveballs? Why not? Why not? You know, put Blassi back at the middle. Why not start with Zaha? Why not give Saka a different try? Why not Saka up front? I don't. It's just like anything. Yeah, something. I agree. Roll the no. dice. Okay, yeah. prediction. How do you think it's going to go, guys? Give me, give me a score prediction. Uh, two 0 West Ham. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I can't watch by thirty six thousand people, <laughs> all of whom yeah. were in the blind beggar on that night. <laughs> I can't see anything different. I can't see. I, 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 in fact, I'll be more optimistic. I'll say one 0 West Ham. Okay, but there's, no, but there's, but it's the you, you can. Big us up as much as you like. The, the experience of having seen this play recently, there's no reason to think that we. There was. I was listening to Football Weekly, and they were mm. saying when a team has a long run, what are the odds that the run will end? So as each game goes yeah, by, so yeah, yeah. Do you, is it shorter odds that actually the run will finally end, or because they've been playing so badly and not winning, does it mean there's more chance that that will carry on? At what well, time yeah. a run's got to end at some point, isn't it? Well, the odds are the same. I think statisticians will tell you the odds of us winning. At West Ham are exactly the same as they would be if we'd won the previous five games. To be perfectly honest, the odds, yeah, but it just it doesn't matter what the odds are. We've seen Palace play recently. It's hard to believe that we can get something out there. But yeah. there is always that nagging thing in the back of your head that it is Palace, yeah. and you never know. And the fact is, you know, we've we're back fit, but no, it's just it's all. <laughs> It's all okay. drifting aimlessly to a horror. You know. Well, so is this the more part. Optimistic, but... The more optimistic your answer is to be, the worse it gets. Well, I'm going to round off then this uh, this extra, extra by asking you to give me one bet. If you were betting men, what one bet would you bet on Palace West Ham this weekend? Uh, oh, I'm going to go uh, this. I, I reckon under one and a half goals. Yeah. Strong. I would bet. On us, I would bet on us not. If you, well, if you want to win a big money bet, I would go nil nil. Okay, but I would bet on us not scoring goals. Okay, definitely. There you go. I might put money on those and see if we can yeah. make some money as the weeks go by. Um, good chaps. There you go. That, end, that ends FYP Pod Extra. Extra. Thank you very much for joining me, lads. Uh, we'll be back with you, listeners, after Palace against West Ham. So look out for that. That'll be Pod One Seven Five. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening. Keep sending your questions in, and we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Bye. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.